Welcome, and thank you for joining us today on the Solomon's Porch Podcast with Bible teacher Barry Borthistle. Barry has been a student of the Word his entire life. As a former pastor, he understands how to disciple people in the Bible. And as a successful business owner, he brings real-world issues into perspective through the lens of Scripture. Go to solomonsporchteaching.com for the notes from this episode. Now, welcome Barry Borthistle. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to our very first podcast in a new series entitled Your Body is God's Temple, which I have just written a book. And it is an amazing, amazing subject. But the miracle really started, and I wanted to tell you the background to the book, because it is a supernatural book, in my opinion, the fact that I wrote it. A little background. COVID-19 has affected millions of people around the world. We all know that. Many have said that life will never be the same again, and they're probably true. For Ruth and I, that's certainly true, as we have had some major, major decisions and changes to be made because of COVID-19. When COVID-19 first started, I read a very interesting article in the Wall Street Journal, which really affected me, and I want to read it to you. Who will save us now that the monster COVID-19 has broken free? Question. The pandemic has humbled the country and the world and has opened up millions of eyes to this risky universe once more, the Wall Street Journal. And it goes on. For societies founded on biblical traditions, pandemics need not make for the end. Great struggles can produce great clarity. In the Old Testament, this is still the Wall Street Journal. In the Old Testament, it would seem that men of spiritual resources may not only redeem a catastrophe, but turn the moment into a great creative opportunity. Well, I read that and I said to myself, what does the Wall Street Journal know that I don't know? So I began to study. And uh, these studies are in the different chapters in the book. Briefly, one that really impacted me was the story of Habakkuk, which happens to be the most preserved book of the Dead Sea Scrolls, and probably for a good reason. So during uh, the writing of Habakkuk, God told Habakkuk to write a vision in the middle of a pandemic. You get it? Nothing changed. In the middle of a pandemic. Habakkuk was very discouraged, but he did write a vision, and his vision changed the world, and it's in chapter 8, and we will deal with that in later podcasts. So as I began to study, and it took me about 10 months, when I finished, I put a little binding on it. I gave it to a good friend of mine, Jim Jens, and Jim said, Barry, you got, this got to be turned into a book. Now, Jim and my son Garth have been persuading me to put a lot of my teachings in my book, but I didn't feel uh, qualified. I'm, unedu- un- I'm uneducated, really, and, and I don't have a lot of writing skills. But I said, Jim, I, maybe I should, but because of COVID-19, I really don't have the finances. He said, I do. I'll pay for it. Really? Well, the book was done, and, and they did a great job. And then I send it out to people who are in the book saying nice things about me. One was my dear friend in Gastonia, North Carolina, Ken Hayes. 
and who has been uh, encouraging me to write a book for a long time. So he said, Barry, we've got to get this thing bound and get it out. I said, well, like Jim, I said, that's nice, but my finances don't allow it. He said, well, mine do. I'll pay for it. Really? Then Michael Ellison got a hold of it, and he uh, he was just totally supportive. Barry, I'm going to advertise it. I'm going to um, store it for you or ship for you. I mean, just out of the blue, the bounder of the book said that he had never heard it like that anywhere. Then Heather Stelter, who is a, uh, a dear friend and a partner in our business, sent me an email, and he said, she said, Barry, God must have some big plans for you because of this book. Thank you, Heather. And then Owen McRae, another friend of mine, said, every pastor should have this book. So I was very humbled, somewhat overwhelmed with it. But the body uh, as the temple is an amazing, amazing creation of God. And Ruth is going to read to you a little bit about who you are. Yeah, so I want to remind you here as we begin that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's from Psalm 139, verse 14. Made, period. Built, period. Designed, period. Your human body, your human brain, your human eyes bear the unmistakable marks of the universe's master builder, master craftsman, master designer, who is God himself. You are not the product of impersonal forces such as time and chance and natural selection. You are designed, spectacularly built, fearfully and wonderfully made. So going on with that topic, your body is a temple. Here's a few little interesting tidbits. Your heart will pump nearly 1.5 million, pardon me, million barrels of blood during your lifetime, enough to fill 200 train tank cars. When you take one step, you are using up to 200 muscles. And there are over 650 named skeletal muscles in the human body. So yes, your body is an amazing organism. It was made by and belongs to God. Therefore, take good care of it and use it for God's purposes. We will be uh, examining many factors of this incredible principle one of the things that we will be looking at as a temple is the thing that God cherishes the most is that we praise him. Let the temple be filled with his praises. Dave Johansson and his two lovely daughters are going to sing it for us. Let the temple be filled with his glory. Let the chorus be filled with his praise.
before we get into the basic uh, topic on the, the first podcast, I do want to mention one other story. And his whole story is in the book. His name is Stan Fryer. Some of you know him. This man is 96 years of age. He has lived his life as God's temple. And then chapter six, we'll be learning a little bit more about uh, this kind of history and importance of a foundation in just a few moments. But Stan, and I quote, for the record, at 80 years of age, I began training for competition in track and field. I was fortunate to win a number of gold medals in the 400, 800, and 3,000 meter events in the Canada Games held in Langley, British Columbia. And at 96 years of age, this man not only plays pickleball, he teaches pickleball. So it's just, just incredible. So we want to talk today about the foundation, and we'll be expanding on this subject uh, as we go through more uh, coming chapters and podcasts. But I thought it would be appropriate today where so many people are um, upset and worried and so forth, that it's important that we understand a foundation. And we'll be talking about the foundation of the body, but I felt it was appropriate that we talk about the foundation of two of the greatest countries in the world, probably the two greatest, um, and that would be Canada and the United States. I think we all realize that it is a privilege to live in either Canada or the U.S., and Ruth and I have lived in the U.S. for many, many years. So let me share a bit of the biblical foundation of both countries. The United States of America... Uh, came into being on April the 30th, 1789, when George Washington became the first president. When the big day came, he called for prayer, and when he placed his hands on the Bible, he added the words, so help me God, which are now used around the world. Later that year, he introduced Thanksgiving Day as a day of prayer. The foundation of the United States of America later became even stronger after being sworn in as president, George Washington invited all of Congress to walk with him to Trinity Church, which is now known as St. Paul's Church, for a two-hour prayer and worship service. As Paul Harvey used to say, now for the rest of the story. St. Paul's Church is located at Ground Zero in New York. After 9-11, the only building not completely destroyed or damaged was St. Paul's Church. Not even a window was broken, and Ruth and I have had the privilege of being in St. Paul's Church many years ago. So you might ask, Barry, why? Well, the church is surrounded by sycamore trees, which apparently protected it from the damage. Sycamore trees in the Bible are mentioned several times, and they have a meaning of strength and protection. Now get this. On September the 12th, 2000, the Senate Majority Leader in the United States read from Isaiah 9, verse 10, which says, The bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with hewn stones. The sycamores are cut down, but we will replace them with cedars. Now, here are the exact words on that day from Senate Majority Leader Tom Dashfield in the floor statement. 
Nothing can replace the losses that have been suffered. I know here, I know there is only the smallest measure of inspiration that can be taken from this devastation. But there is a passage in the Bible from Isaiah 9:10, which Ruth just read. And I think speaks to all of us at times like this. The bricks have fallen, but we will rebuild with dressed stone, which they did. The fig trees have been felled, but we will replace with cedars, which they did. That is what we will do. We will rebuild and we will recover. And so that is an amazing historical background on the United States. One more fact in the foundation of the U.S. was James Madison, who wrote the U.S. Constitution. He included another verse from Isaiah, Isaiah 33, 22. Ruth? For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king, and he will save us. So the U.S. government, which is known as a republic, was founded on the three principles of leadership in a republic, the courts, the Congress, and the president. And I think that's just terrific. Oh, say, Just a little back background on uh, the biblical foundation in Canada. Canada is a democracy from which was formed in 1867 under the British parliamentary system. The party that receives the most members of parliament forms the government, but also like the USA, the Fathers of Confederation chose at least six Bible verses as part of the foundation for the Constitution. And the most famous verse is Psalm 72, verse 8, which is embedded above the main entrance to the Parliament buildings in Ottawa and is also in the coat of arms. Psalm 72, verse 8 says, and I have been to the Parliament buildings on many occasions, and I have seen this written as you walk in, to the parliament buildings in Ottawa. He shall have dominion from sea to sea and from the river 
to the ends of the earth. Those who dwell in this wilderness will bow before him. Sir Leonard Tilly, one of our founding fathers, chose this verse because he liked the word dominion, which means to reign. Canada's birthday used to be called Dominion Day. Sir John A. Macdonald, Canada's very first prime minister, quoted the Bible in his acceptance speech. Other verses embedded in different places in the, par in the, in the uh, parliament buildings are in the Psalms and Jeremiah, Ephesians, tremendous portions of scripture. And so now we're going to hear our anthem, O Canada. enjoyed this uh, a podcast and I just have a couple of announcements here to encourage you. I do encourage you to order your book, Your Body is God's Temple, $14.95, not a lot of money. You can order it from Amazon.com in the U.S. only. In Canada and in the U.S., you can order it from Trivita, T-R-I-V-I-T-A.com. Books are also available for Ruth and I for those in our area. And all of the uh, information will be posted on solomonsporchteaching.com. The podcast teaching and, and the, any other announcements, solomonsporchteaching.com. So out of this book, I have a big dream. It's the biggest dream of my life. And here's my dream to achieve and to develop a worldwide movement to encourage people to understand and live like their body is a temple of God. Then the supernatural will begin. And our marketplace is over 8 billion temples out there. So we have a huge marketplace. I'm a dreamer. And we'll talk a lot about vision uh, and explore the Habakkuk one later on. But Hudson Taylor said, dream a dream so big that if God is not in it, it will fail. C.S. Lewis said, you are never too old to dream a dream. And one of my favorite authors, John Maxwell, said, a mass movement never starts with the masses. It starts with one person. And I have an incredible dream to help people understand around the world that their body is the temple of God 
And when you understand that, amazing things can happen. So our next podcast will be on June the 18th. It'll be posted on SolomonsPorchTeaching.com. And I'm going to share with you another story that inspired me when I read what the Wall Street Journal said about Old Testament. This one is King Hezekiah. Now, this is an amazing story. We have a whole chapter on it. We're going to go through it. But it has amazing principles for application for us today. I mean, it's just incredible what, what, what I learned from this. And I'm following what King Hezekiah did. And whew, I can hardly wait to tell you. So thank you very much for listening. God bless America. God bless Canada. God bless all of you. And I'm going to ask my beautiful wife, Ruth, to close in prayer. Please join me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this reminder that you are the master builder. We are the temple of the living God. But Lord, you have uh, chosen us to be vessels of honor today. And I pray that we will be. Guide us, guide our minds and our hearts and our bodies. May we be very responsible, Lord, in taking care of what you have given to us in our health and our wealth and, and in, our daily, um, in our daily provisions. Lord Jesus, we thank you for our countries. Thank you for uh, the fact that today we can be fully assured that we are hemmed in with the goodness and the faithfulness and the compassion of God. And as the words go in our own anthem, God, keep our land glorious and free. We stand on guard for thee. So, Lord, as we uh, go forth from this, uh, this message with Barry today, we pray that you will water the seeds and cause that each one of us would be a blessing in some small way, according to your purposes. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us on Solomon's Porch. For notes from today's episode or to contact Barry, please go to solomonsporchteaching.com. That's solomonsporchteaching.com. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time.